This fight over critical race theory has taken a new, new push over the last couple of weeks, especially because of what had been happening in Virginia, in Loudoun County, the race between the governor-elect, now Glenn Youngkin, and the defeated Democrat, Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe saying that parents shouldn't have a role in their kids' education. It may have been a glib response, but it is one that you did not come back from. And then this idea that critical race theory is not taught in schools. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. That isn't how parents feel, but are parents mistaken? Critical race theory is a legal framework. It's not taught in schools. How ridiculous. But then we hear something else. It doesn't even exist. If it doesn't exist, where do all these books come from? That brings in Tony Kinnett, K-I-N-N-E-T-T. Tony Kinnett, a district science coach and coordinator for Indianapolis Public Schools, co-founder of Chalkboard Review, which is a publication by teachers that puts a window into education. He had already been dealing with the school district and had shared with us information about um, feeling the heat because when Rush Limbaugh passed away, he said, I'll, I'll miss you, Rush Limbaugh, as if somehow that was offensive to others within the Indianapolis Public Schools world. But yesterday, he put out a video I want to share with you in full, addressing critical race theory. I'm the science coach and admin in the largest public school district in Indiana. I'm in dozens of classrooms a week, so I see exactly what we're teaching our students. When we tell you that schools aren't teaching critical race theory, that it's nowhere in our standards, that's misdirection. We don't have the quotes and theories as state standards, per se. We do have critical race theory in how we teach. We tell our teachers to treat students differently based on color. We tell our students that every problem is a result of white men and that everything Western civilization built is racist. Capitalism as a tool of white supremacy. Those are straight out of Kimberly Crenshaw's main points, verbatim in critical race theory, the writings that formed the movement. This is in math, history, science, English, the arts, and it's not slowing down. If students of color have lower reading scores, it's because of inequity. Therefore, we take from the white students and give to the color students. That's Richard Delgado, straight out of CRT and introduction. All teaching is political, with reality and facts taking the back seat. That's Dr. Gloria Ladson-Billings, who outlined how she saw critical race theory flushed out in public schools in 1995. When schools tell you that we aren't teaching critical race theory, it means one thing. Go away and look into our affairs no further. It isn't about transparency. It isn't about cultural relevance. It's race essentialism painted to look like the district cares about students of color. We call it anti-racism, so you feel bad if you disagree with our segregationist pedagogy. It's taking advantage of kids' vulnerability and parents' inactivity to preen over social snake oil schemes designed to create division. Parents, when we tell you critical race theory isn't taught in our schools, we're lying. That's pretty strong. And as he quotes Kimberly Crenshaw, we should note that Kimberly Crenshaw is one of the people who created the very concepts of critical race theory. Tony Kennett joins us right now. Uh, Look, you, you make a video, you put it out there, you hope some people watch. Did you expect this thing to go as viral as it has? Uh, I wasn't quite sure. I know that the election had put a lot of people's attention on what's going on in education. Uh, Things in Indianapolis are getting stickier and the meetings are getting weirder by the day. And uh, I honestly, I just wanted somebody uh, maybe in the Indianapolis district to see what was going on. So maybe they could take their kids out if they wanted to. 
So when you discuss this, when you push this out there that uh, these are the, the places where this information comes from, what are you seeing being taught in schools? And do you, as an educator, believe that to be critical race theory being taught to, is it high schoolers or is it middle school or is it elementary school? Oh, it's K through 12. Um, in Indianapolis, we've adopted the 1619 Project Resolution, which is based on Nicole Hannah-Jones' 1619 Project, which she got up in front of the entire country and admitted was a bunch of historical inaccuracies because the narrative was more important, which is Dr. Gloria Ladson-Billings' big thing. The narrative is more important than the facts. That's a district-wide policy. All of our history teachers are expected to carry that mantle. We've actually delayed social studies text adoption until, and I quote, the political climate calms down. Because the district is too scared to adopt new curriculum right now, why everyone's keeping an eye on them. And that's going on really around the district. When we had professional development, I see this in classrooms every single day. And this race essentialism, pitting kids against each other based on their color, is it's really gross. Talking to Tony Kinnett. Uh, he works within the Indianapolis Public Schools as district science coach and coordinator for IPS. And there's no doubt that when we talk about the 1619 Project, which is a, a lie and tries to base the idea that the, the United States was formed to encourage uh, slavery, which is not true, or historians like Gordon Wood and others have absolutely discounted this theory, and we know that it is a, a lie, uh, that... being engaged in history is something that we are aware of. But you started to get into the idea of kids being pitted against other kids, which is something that we discuss here on the show and something parents are very concerned about, this oppressed-oppressor dynamic. You're making the claim that that is absolutely happening. What I'd like for you to do, Tony, is share with us what it is you're seeing. How is this being applied as you've watched it? Oh, I've got you a great case uh, that I just saw the other day in a video where our director of racial equity, Patricia Payne, went into a classroom with fourth graders and did this equity book study with fourth graders in elementary school. And she starts lecturing the students about how important it is that we learn about the struggles of all of these different groups who are under continuous systemic oppression today. So those kids in class are thinking, well, first of all, they're fourth graders. So they're thinking, wow, there's this evil group out there that's out to get me. Who are these people? And then she's very gladly willing to share that it's all of these systemic inequities caused by white people. And she shared that with a fourth grade class. And these are the Did things she that actually say the words, day. Tony? Tony, I, I'm, ne- I'm never a guy who interrupts. I just want to do it for clarity. Did she actually say the words to fourth graders, the DEI uh, director there, Indianapolis Public Schools? Did she say that white people are indeed responsible for inequities? Yes. Oh, Because that's the thing we're told never happens. That's not what's being shared in schools. And what you're saying is you saw it with your own eyes. Absolutely. Is you, you'd use that as one example, one example of what it is that uh, you're seeing. Uh, And you have other examples and I do want to hear them, but I want to know, were you able to see how kids responded to hearing that? Well, usually it's one of two ways. A lot of this is a big production and it's a big show. So I got to see one uh, kind of early 30s white history teacher talk to his students about the difference between uh, Du Bois and Booker T. Washington. And he was trying to lead his students to disparage Booker T. Washington because he was much more moderate in the Reformation process. And his students didn't buy it. Uh, he was trying to lead them into certain answers, and they were just like, I don't know, he sounded like a nice guy. Like, I, I may disagree with him, but he sounded okay. I mean, kids aren't really impressed by the big showcase. 
But in the elementary schools, I mean, it's like rote reception and response. And in some cases, it's a little creepy. So you either buy into it or you're kind of politely embarrassed by it. Talking to Tony Kinnett. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at the Tonus, the Tonus, T-O-N-U-S. You put this video out. You've already had some issues within Indianapolis Public Schools. You are you're you're on Fox News uh, yesterday. There, Jesse Waters uh, uh, filling in for uh, for Tucker Carlson there on Tucker Carlson tonight. Uh, what do you expect the response to be from Indianapolis Public Schools? Well, uh, I've been in the human resources office twice before. Uh, I'm, I, it's been eerily silent so far. Uh, I'm really not sure. I don't expect they'll keep me on at this point. I'm kind of letting too many cats out of the bag. Uh, but I can't really speak for them. Honestly, don't know what I'm expecting. Just kind of looking to see what the reaction from the district will be. Are you suggesting, are you saying point blank that Indianapolis Public Schools are indeed engaging in the teaching of critical race theory up and down the line at all grade levels? Without a doubt. In your work that you do uh, with uh, your your uh, business uh, there, your chalkboard review, is this happening just within Indianapolis Public Schools, or are you hearing reports of this happening in other school districts? It's happening in public schools. It's even happening in a lot of private schools. I mean, private schools in Manhattan are asking their kids to check up on their parents and come back and report on the racist stuff that they were brought up to do. And we know that this is, I've gotten multiple reports about what's happening at Park Tudor right here in Indianapolis. The absolute absorption of these of these theories, the absolute uh, attack on students and parents who ask questions are told to just take your kid out and the parents are indeed called racists. Which leads us to the next point. When parents are speaking out about these things, is there, as you've seen it, any level of concerted, concentrated, or organized effort to get teachers to respond in a certain way or administrators to respond in a certain way? Oh, absolutely. They sent an email out to principals at the beginning of the year saying that if parents call and ask the school, are you teaching critical race theory, you are to say no. If they ask you what you were doing, you were to give a very carefully outlined pitch about what we're doing for our students of color, which has produced no results at all. But we are told as a district to make sure that we're feeding very specific lines to families, and uh, that's really what's expected of us. Let me go back to uh, your job, your your future. Have you heard from anybody in the last 24 hours saying, hey, thanks, or hey, now I'm going to say something? Have you heard people say, how dare you? What, what is, have you gotten any responses outside of the school district? Uh, I've gotten uh, several conservative, independent, and moderate teachers from within the district that have been uh, very surprising to me. They they spoke out, said, I really appreciate what you do. Thank you so much, which was just a shock to hear how many that there were that were getting a hold of me. A few teachers within the district are very mad on Twitter, yelling about how ashamed they are to have me as their instructional coach, whatever. Outside the district, it's been incredible. I received all kinds of direct messages about evidence in other school districts, people asking what on earth should they do, teachers that ask, you know, should they be writing as well? And my answer to that is, of course, yes, you should be writing. You should be speaking to parents. You should be restoring the relationship between your classroom and the parent, which is, you know, your, their standards and their home or what you're supposed to be reinforcing in the classroom. Tony Kennett. 
he is the co-founder of Chalkboard Review, district science coach and coordinator for Indianapolis Public Schools. You can follow him on Twitter at the Tonus T H E T O N U S the Tonus Tonus for Tony. Uh, trust me, I get that quite often. Uh, Tony Kennett, I appreciate you taking the time. We will talk again very very soon, and please, please, please keep us updated.